Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And we are back with episode 26. <laughs> book 24. Oh, we're getting, we're going to get even more confused. Yeah. Now we're two numbers out. Mm-hmm. It's already going to go downhill from here. It's true. Yep. But um, <laughs> book number 24 is called Memories. Mm. And uh, it's got quite the, well, it's got quite the cover, which we will discuss in a minute. But we we'll will. start, as usual, with taglines yes. and blurbs. So the cover tagline is, can Cara make Stephen forget Trisha Martin? Ooh. And the answer is sort of, not forget. No. You know, have a healthier attitude to the past, maybe? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> it doesn't really fit in a tiny blurb bit, does it? No, no. It's not snappy. Uh, so on the back, we've got Torn Apart by Love. Is it love that's tearing them apart? To quote Joy Division. Division. <laughs> God, we've got Andrew Lloyd Webber in the title, Joy Division in the back tagline. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but here is the blurb. The Wakefield twins' older brother Stephen hasn't dated anyone since his girlfriend died of leukaemia. He can't even look at another girl without thinking of his beloved Trisha, the porcelain doll. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't say that. <laughs> it says beloved Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> but Stephen is drawn to Carol Walker. Sweet Valley's biggest flirt and gossip has changed. Was she ever? She, was, no, like, she wasn't either of no, those yeah, things. I called budget on that straight away. Like Caroline Pierce is, is Sweet Valley's biggest gossip. And Jessica is Sweet Valley's biggest flirt. Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> this is revisionist history. <laughs> yeah. But continue. Her parents have divorced and her father and brother have moved away. Cara understands the pain of losing someone. Okay, we're going to have more about this whole thing about the pain has made her a good person. Anyway, <laughs> when Trisha's sister Betsy sees Stephen and Cara dancing together at a party, she accuses Stephen of forgetting about Trisha. Stephen is torn by Betsy's bitter accusation. He can't deny his attraction to Cara. But how can he ever love another girl after Trisha? Mm. Aw, feel sorry for him if he wasn't such a dick. Yeah, yeah. true. Because that is a sad situation. It is, but, you know, he's the worst, so... Yep, this is true. <laughs> so sympathy is pretty much in short supply. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> so the cover is quite something, so can you describe it, please? So we've got Steve and Cara on the front cover. Steve is... Oh, it's like some kind of velvety polo shirt again. <laughs> it's it's velour. velour. What are yeah, they doing? Yeah, there was some velour with the last cover yeah, in Todd's of, outfit yeah. to say goodbye. Yeah. So this is a kind of a, like a lilac... Kind of yes. lavender type of oh, colour. I'm not loving that sweaty velour. But yeah. like, yeah, Southern California and velour just seems like a terrible idea, to be honest. Yeah. Um, doesn't look happy. No, he's just looking down at the ground. He's very sad. I um, think this is the first time we've seen him. I think it is too. Hmm. He's got nice cheekbones. Oh, well, he's Wakefield. 
True. <laughs> Those genetics do not lie. Um, so Kara is standing in front of him looking very concerned. She's got like her hand on his chest. Yes. I think it's meant to be a look of concern on her face, but she looks like she's after smelling something. Yeah, she looks like she's sort she's of like, wrinkling her nose going, Ugh. Is that you? Sort of baring her teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's but like, she does look quite pretty and she's kind yes. of wearing like, it's like a sailor costume of yeah, some sort. I am digging the woolen. It's, it's got woolen of, cuffs. Yeah. It's got a like little sailor collar. I like it. It's nice. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. And kind of yeah, a little stripey bit in the middle. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice Is outfit. Is she wearing a sort of a sailor hooded cardigan with a stripy top underneath? I think she might be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, either way, I'm here for it. Yeah, we like it. <laughs> yeah. And she's got quite a lot of uh, high cheekbone blush. She she's does. each of the outer edges of her features. Mm. And her hair is quite, quite uh, bouffantish. It's floofy, but like... In a nice way, in a non mullety way, which is mm. a change, you know, because oftentimes the hair is terrible. That is true. You know? <laughs> but Ina, it's, you know, it's a nice hair. Enid has, has the, the yeah, poofy Enid, mullet. Enid really got the short straw, I think. Like, with really? The hair. They could just yeah. cut that fringe a mm. bit, you know, yeah. get rid of the layers. Anyway. But yeah, no, so Kara has a nice little fringe. She's got some kind of waves in her hair. She looks nice. Yeah. yeah. It's the first time we see her. It is, yeah. So, um, yes, she, she makes quite a debut with she her does. interesting her. ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the. The book begins mm-hmm. more or less where the last one kicked up or ended. Yeah. It's after the party where Betsy confronted Stephen for dancing with Kara. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. And uh, Ned and Alice are worried because he's he's just been very moody mm. and they thought he was like turning a corner, but no joy. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> like one of the very first lines in the book is um, uh, Ned Wakefield going, Stephen, what's wrong? Because as he looked up, his son streaked by the master bedroom. I hope they don't be literally streaked. And when you read it as that, it's like, <laughs> is he in the nip? <laughs> what is happening? But no, Stephen is not running around naked. He's just no. running fast. And we're also told how handsome Ned and Stephen are. Of course. Because they're a hot family. Can't you know? To know. <laughs> they're just so sexy. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> Keep thinking of this. <laughs> so poor well Stephen, he's just lying in bed and he remembers the end of the last book, basically. Yeah. So he went to Lyle's party and he was having fun with Kara and then Betsy, who was there with Jason, uh, her boyfriend and Stephen's friend, gave out to him and he ran off and then he, he lies there and he vows never to portray Trish's memory again. Yeah. Mm. And uh, meanwhile, Liz is excited about Todd. Oh yeah, because he's still back in town, of course. Yes, like yeah, he's 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 back. But yeah, this is obviously like the next day or something. Yeah, so he's must still be around yeah. for a couple of days. Yeah, and uh, there's um, a little uh, reminder of how Alice looks like their sister. But <laughs> Jess is more uh, concerned with Betsy and how trashy she is. God, and we're told that those sweet values picture perfect said although Sweet Valley was a picture perfect California town it did have a bad area and the Martin family lived there in a ramshackle house fuck's sake (laughs) god they're such snobby pricks they're so snobby so we're giving a recap about promises basically and how Betsy turned a corner she used to be drinking and drugging Stephen cured her with his Wakefield charisma yes basically that's what it takes (laughs) and uh, how she's been a great support to Stephen now but Bess wish well Bess Jess wishes (laughs) that she she wasn't around yeah and then I know we've talked before about the boundary crossing of the Wakefield siblings (laughs) but she volunteers to get Stephen out of bed oh god and says I'll get him down he won't be able to resist me no man can she gave the group a little wink and flounced out of the room it's your brother stop it what is wrong with her why oh god (laughs) why do they keep doing this no 
So uh, Liz just mopes about Todd until Jess smugly returns to the Spanish tiled kitchen and <laughs> is, you know, d- sure she's convinced Stephen to yeah. just shake it all off, basically. Come down, yeah. But then who should turn up? It's Betsy. Betsy, yeah. And it turns out Stephen called her um, and asked her to come over because basically he's racked with guilt. Yeah, um, yeah, he's really just kind of gone back to it's kind of a swap around. Like he's really relying on Betsy now, whereas she was really relying on him. Yes, I didn't even notice the last that reverso. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's he's he wants Betsy to basically kind of keep him on the Trisha focused, yeah, straight and narrow. And uh, Stephen and Betsy head off together and Jess just really hates Betsy and she blames Betsy for the fact that the last of her eggs have gone cold. And oh God. Yeah, there's also a great bit where um, Alice gets the girls to tidy up because she has to, she has to go. Oh yeah, because Jessica's talking about how she wants to be a movie actress now mm. uh, for some reason. Uh, well, that's a, that's an old dream because remember all the oh, stuff with Dee Dee's dad. So yeah, yeah, that isn't, Oh yeah, so she's decided she's going to be in movies now instead. Hmm. But um, yeah, so Alice is like, oh, the only rules we're casting now are for kitchen help. And um, Jessica's like, oh, I don't mind trying out, but don't count on my taking it up as a career. And Alice goes, honey, I never count on you for anything. <laughs> <laughs> what a great parent you wow. are. <laughs> she is a piece of work. Isn't she though? Fucking hell. God almighty. Yeah. So uh, Jess tells Liz they need to practice for the hitherto unmentioned charity volleyball match uh, yeah. against Big Mesa. Mm. But Liz is like, I, I'm not practicing. I have to spend the day with Todd. Yeah. And then this is what she's worried about. This is so ridiculous. She's worried about the post dance, uh, the, the post match dance. Oh, yeah. Because there's going to be a dance after of the... Of course there is. Yeah. <laughs> like, this should not be a concern. This is insane that you're you're playing some sort of fun volleyball game yeah. and you're worried because there's going to be a dance and you'll have to... Ha- Will you have a date or not? <laughs> like, this should not be a thing that it's teenagers so have to worry about. What yeah. is wrong with this place? Or as my notes say... Because she says she, she dates weren't an absolute necessity. So Elizabeth wondered if she should make the effort to have one. And my notes say... Why is this place so fucking insane? <laughs> also, dates are a necessity. Stop lying. Yeah, you made that clear, bunch of weirdos. Yeah. Like, you, you're you allowed to be sad because your boyfriend's on the other side of the country. Yeah. You really shouldn't have to be worrying about whether you have a date or not Jeez. to a party that all your friends are going Just to. Just go with your friends. It's fine. <laughs> oh, exactly. So, um, meanwhile, Stephen and Betsy are going for a walk. And... Um, we hear Jason is off teaching his art class. That's why um, Betsy has this free time. And she smiles at the mention of Jason's name because I know if anyone has ever mentioned my husband or boyfriend, I'm just like, oh, smile fondly. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, uh, Betsy apologizes for giving Stephen a hard time the other night, but tells him that Trisha will only live on in their hearts if they remember. Oof, yeah. So they basically just sit there like telling stories about how Trisha was a robin in a school play. Sounds so depressing. I know, and it does not sound healthy. Like no. I know everyone has to grieve in their own ways. Yeah, but this, this, but this is just like wallowing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the time she was a robin in a school play. Oh, like God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the thing is, it's hard to know with the Sweet Valley Timescale, like how much time is meant to That's fast. That's true, because it feels like fucking ages ago. I know, but, but they maybe... They say it's like a few months. Yeah, or even a few weeks. Because if it's a few weeks, then... Yeah. yeah. No, I think, it, I think it is a few months, or mm. like it's mentioned at some point as being a few months ago, but it's still kind of vague. Yeah. But like, you know. 
come on. I know. It's, it feels it's, like forever. <laughs> yes, that is true. I mean, it's it's very hard for us to get a sense of how long the, the characters think have gone by. Yeah, like, considering the school year lasts for about 12 years. Yeah, it's like, and they've had random weeks off and yeah, holidays. It's been like four spring breaks. I don't know. <laughs> no, makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, meanwhile, Jess is rooting around at the old Hershey bar. Sure she is. For her favourite swimming togs. Oh. And while she's on her way to steal Liz's hot pink swimsuit, <laughs> she hears Alice talking to a friend called Sharon. Well, yeah, and Jessica figures out that it's Sharon Egbert, who's Winston's mother. Yes. Um, yeah, because she's kind of talking about, oh, you know, oh, that's going to be nice. Because obviously she's only hearing one side of the conversation. Mm. But what she did hear was, a movie director? How exciting. How are you two related, Sharon? So, yeah, Sharon's got a visitor coming. Mm-hmm. So Jessica's all over that, obviously. Oh, my God, yeah. So it's like, Winston has some relative who's a film director, yeah. but she vows she won't say anything about it to the carrot lilac. She can't trust those bitches. <laughs> it's basically Basically, it. yeah. She's like, why should she tell them about it? They're only trying to worm their way into a movie themselves. Because this is typical Jessica as well, yeah. where all it takes is meeting a person and they're going to put you in a movie. Like, yes. that's how the world she, works. Yeah. She is a crazed fantasist. That's, I know our last episode ridiculous. was all about what we've learned, which we've yeah. probably, but actually, yeah. I can't believe we forgot to mention Jessica's crazed fantasy oh my life. God, her flights of fancy is something else. But Lady Jessica, the Jessica Wing. The Jessica Wing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, so, God. while this is going on, Liz is trying on dresses in the designer shop. Oh, God. <laughs> and because she's probably made money, she's bought a dress for the dance. Yeah. Uh, but she's not very enthusiastic. She's not. She's like, she's kind of not mad about it, but still went and bought the dress. Like, okay, just yeah. don't buy it then. I know. You've got enough clothes, in fairness. Yeah, wear one of your long Victorian skirts and yeah. blouses or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, where'd you get for that look? <laughs> this is a very summery outfit she's trying on. Mm. So they go to the hitherto unmentioned Howard's Delicatessen, wherever the hell that is yeah. in the mall, and they get root beers. And we hear that Liz had good a good time with Todd just tagging along with him on his business, like closing bank accounts. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, they went for dinner. Yeah. So that part was probably That fun. part was probably nice. Um, so she's still worried about the dance, uh, but while she's worrying about this, she's convinced she sees Todd come out of a store. Yeah, she thinks he comes, he's coming out of a shoe shop and Ian is like, what? He's over Iowa by now. Um, but they kind of lose sight of this guy and basically spend the rest of their afternoon running around, around. looking through the yeah. mall for this guy who looked exactly like Todd. Yeah, his mysterious look like Liz. Mm. So maybe he missed his plane and he's looking yeah. for me. Um, so it's Monday morning and Stephen is moping about as he prepares to head back to SVU and it turns out he spent the whole weekend with Betsy also moping yeah just yeah talking about Trisha and being sad yeah and um, Stephen or Jess tells Stephen to apologise to Cara yeah which is which is right because yeah. he bailed on Cara and just, just left her there left her there yeah it's kind of humiliated because yeah. you know he she was he Betsy accused Stephen of like you know, carrying on with her and then Stephen yeah. ran away. And he just ran off. And she like, was just left there. So, so uh, instead of ringing Cara, he rings Betsy and asks, thanks her for showing him more old pictures of Trisha and doing a new portrait of her. Oh, God. And he asks her to go to the volleyball dance because he's going to that. Even though it's like a high school volleyball. Why like, are you going? What is wrong with these people? Um, and we learn, unsurprisingly, he wants to spend more time with Betsy because it's his only link to Trisha. To Trisha, yeah. So you can, I mean, it does make sense. Yeah, you can see why somebody. I can, do this. yeah, you can see where he's coming from, but yeah. it's also super unhealthy. Yes. So um, the twins head to school, and Jessica says she plans 
she's got a date in mind for the dance. <laughs> yeah, she won't tell Elizabeth who who she's thinking of. Yeah, um, and but, she's like, oh, you know, he's a special guy or whatever. And it's like, oh god, okay. <laughs> and uh, of course, it's Winston. Yeah, her key to meeting the film director. <laughs> and she says that she's going to wear because she doesn't care really about what she wears on a date with Winston, who yeah. she's sure will go with her. And um, she's just going to wear a rose sweater dress for Foxy Baba. <laughs> And this is like, oh, you might as well mind you. It doesn't matter. Excuse me, Anish. Oh, God. And Jess is like, well, my date says, yes, I'll wear the dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as they, Jess goes to class and as they're awaiting the arrival of Mr. Collins, she approaches Guy and Emily. Yes, of the droids. Yes, indeed. And uh, they're looking, they're playing at the dance, which is going to take place mm-hmm. in the caravan. Oh, yeah. has been seen for a while that was another place that I thought yeah, that usually went. the beach disco but yeah. Yeah, caravan pops up every so often too and when it did I remember saying like I think it was in Dangerous Love the one it where was. all the crazy shit turned up and yeah. I was like oh the caravan oh yeah, yeah that, that doesn't last and here <laughs> it is <laughs> maybe this one is by that ghostwriter I think it does mention the Doherty's oh my god it is. We're sensing a pattern here. Yeah, bring exciting. back the caravan, bring back all the little things. <laughs> so uh, guys like air keyboards like um, but Emily is knackered because yeah. Karen what? is keeping her up all night. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not her stepmother Karen, it's her half sister Karen calling your baby <laughs> after yourself and it seems an odd thing to do in the 80s. Like especially, you know. Well, my dad and my brother are both called Joe. Well, actually, I have a... Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my family, I've got an uncle, Harry, and my grandpa was called Harry. Yeah. And I have an uncle, Pierce, and I had a great uncle called Pierce and a great grandfather called Pierce. <laughs> so my family always called themselves by the same name. <laughs> they but, just didn't really look too far for names. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> but I don't know why, because Karen seems like such a sort of distinctive name. Like it, it's yeah. not like John. No, it's not like a family name yeah. type of like thing. Yeah, like really. a few, maybe there were like 10 generations of Karens. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and they all want to speak to a manager. <laughs> are, are you one of 10 generations of Karens? I am not, no. Oh. <laughs> I do feel it's unfair that your name has been maligned as, a, as always, a meme. I always take it personally when people say that yeah. stuff on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, but guys. <laughs> not all, hashtag not all Karens. Not all Karens. <laughs> Plus I have a Y in my name, so that's that is true actually (laughs) this Karen does not yeah I don't know why I found it just like a young stepmother called Karen we just called her baby Karen that's yeah it's unusual yeah it's definitely more unusual for women to do that yeah like in the Gilmore Girls yes it's a big thing because she calls her daughter yeah but also I think because it isn't a John or a James or a Peter you know it's like (laughs) Karen and baby Karen yeah (laughs) why not true Karen's for all Um, anyway poor Emily is is feeling hard done by because mean stepmother Karen I feel so I feel guilty saying all this it's terrible Karen <laughs> mean stepmother Karen is being dismissive of Emily's needs and baby Karen is hooting away she's a baby so she's crying all night yes. <laughs> yeah. poor baby Karen um, so Emily isn't doing too well and then Mr. Re- Mr. Collins <laughs> enters get a little Robert Redford comparison hooray and he asks them They've chosen what American authors he wants to study. Like, what do they even mean like this? Is it a project? As it sort of turns out to be. Yeah. But is it the curriculum? Yeah. <laughs> free range. Oh, they don't have a curriculum. Well, we've actually, that's true. They're just making it up as we have along. learned this. <laughs> yeah. So there's a great bit where uh, it's like if if you you and someone else have picked the same author, you'll be teamed up on yeah. it. And Lila turns oh, yes. around to Jessica and she's like Hemingway. She mouthed, and Jessica's like Highway. I wonder what Lila means by that. <laughs> 
Ah, there Jessica. is no fucking way that Jessica and Liz's sister, <laughs> yeah. who was obsessed with Hemingway, yeah. would <laughs> wouldn't recognize the word Hemingway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're talking about American authors, like. But instead, when she hears Winston wants to do F. Scott Fitzgerald, yeah. she is all over that. Her plan is in motion. Yes, it is. So. Um, uh, Lila's like afterwards saying, "Oh, I want to do. Why did you do Hemingway with me? He's Mariel Hemingway's <laughs> grandfather." Loving the current references, very current. amazing. And Winston is kind of excited about working with Jess, but he's a bit wary because he knows that she's. He's kind of suspicious. I think he's like, "Why? Why is this happening?" I'm glad somebody's learned to be yeah. suspicious of her because not enough people are. Yeah. And we're told that he's had other girls as we well, Mandy. Yes. Since his the days when he had to crush on Jessica, but you know, he still has a bit of a thing for her. Yeah, he's wary of her. He had seen her in action with too many other guys. Yeah. And I think it's yeah, the first yes. time anyone's kind of made it out like Jessica, you know, maybe she goes out mean. with too many guys. Or even that she just mean to them. Yeah. Like you'd seen her in action with her everyone, shenanigans. Yeah, because everyone loves her usually. Like. Yeah. This is actually saying that maybe she maybe she's doesn't not pay so very yeah. well to people. Yeah. Um, so she wants to work at his place to see the mysterious guest but he says they have guests staying and she's like mm, well I'll get around that somehow yeah. have him as my date <laughs> and in the oracle Penny asks Liz to get the team lists for the volleyball game from Coach Schultz mm. they're all these blasts and blasts coming back <laughs> and while she's going there um, she thinks she sees Todd <gasps> but then a closer inspection it's just a lookalike. It's not Todd. Yeah. yeah, he has the same tall athletic build and wavy brown hair. He even carried himself in the same confident manner that Todd did. But it's not Todd. No, yeah. it's not. It just looks a bit like Todd. But she's also just like, who the fuck is this guy <laughs> that yeah. looks exactly like him? It's Todd lookalike. Yeah. So Cara rings Jess to ask about Stephen and Jess bitches about Betsy and Stephen. Oh, can we just take a minute for oh. Jess's phone? Which it turns out is a brown princess phone. Oh, that just said cool. <laughs> I think it does. It matches her room anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's all coordinated. No wonder she can't find anything in it. It's like all the furniture yeah, is camouflaged. Everything's brown. <laughs> of course you can't find stuff. I think a brown princess phone sounds pretty cool. I imagine <laughs> that's like an orange rotary. Oh, oh yeah. <gasps> oh, I would love that. Um, so on her brown princess phone, Kara hmm. uh, is more thoughtful uh, to Jess. Um, and she's like, well, Stephen has to take care of himself. Like he's just doing, you know, he's just, He's been through a lot. Yeah. She's been quite mature. She is, yeah. And we get a reference to the whole, um, her family troubles and how her parents have got divorced and her dad and brother have left town and we're told that Cara has become more grown up. Yeah, Jessica's not into it. Now she, <laughs> she's just although like, she had a reputation as a gossip had a flourish. Does she? Like, does she? Why do you keep saying this? Since when? Cara now displayed a, a sensitivity and a maturity beyond her years. Yeah. I hate this sort of school of pain bullshit that oh, like, it's, bullshit. it's yeah. just suffering makes yeah. her a better person. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, she's 16. She's allowed to be silly and it doesn't make her stupid. Like. Yeah, and also, you know, she's going through a hard time. Yeah. It's not That doesn't necessarily... She deserves sympathy for that, not yeah. just because she's become all mature as a result, yeah. apparently. Um, so uh, Todd rings and, for Liz and starts going on about some brilliant girl called Gina oh, who's Todd. invited up to her family's cabin. And it's like, read the room, Todd. Todd, Todd, Todd. What are you doing? Wait, what does he... Like... I know they were talking about we're not going to chain each other down, yeah. but really, going on about but, another girl, like, like don't do that, Todd. Have a bit of tact for fuck's yeah. sake. Well, oh, really, I thought he was more sensible than that. <laughs> and Liz, understandably, is miserable. No. And even though they declare their love at the end of the phone call, yeah. she still feels a bit shit. Yeah. 
And she's wondering, like, is it possible for them to keep their romance alive until his next visit? Oh. Um, do they, yeah, because they don't know when his next visit's going to be, do they? No, it's yeah. at least a month, I think. Yeah. But it's probably going to be longer than that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> back at school... Jess is sort of disgusted as she watches Winston juggle fruit from other people's trays. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Oh, God. Stop touching other people's food, Winston. Yes. And uh, Winston, losing his audience, put the apple and banana down and began getting his books together. So her, <laughs> God. her plan, because lunchtime is over, basically, is to get him to ask her out. Yeah. But of course she won't ask him out. She has to <laughs> manipulate him into asking... Her and she asks if he'd like to go out with an aqua eyed blonde. Oh, a terrific aqua eyed yeah. blonde. And I like her confidence is kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like it'd imagine be a... just walking up to someone, even if you knew they were into you, and just be like, yeah. How about a date with this fucking terrific <laughs> bitch in front of you? It's like, What? <laughs> Who talks like that? <laughs> oh, I wish I did. I mean, it's kind of impressive. <laughs> I think you'd be getting away with it. You just seem very convincing there. If you, if you weren't attached. I'd say go for it but Todd <laughs> thinks that or, or Winston thinks that she's talking about another terrific acrobat blonde Liz yeah, he gets all serious and he's like oh yeah I've been thinking about that and she's like just so oh, she shit. doesn't have to go she, on her what? own <laughs> yeah and uh, so Jessica he's kinda, actually being nice he is and Jessica kind of pretends that's what she meant as well yeah because it'd be too embarrassing to be like no I meant me <laughs> um, and then he says oh you know Liz wants to go alone it's actually for the best because I'm looking after the refreshment yeah. so you know probably couldn't really like wouldn't really be fair to go with anybody yeah so now of course she can't really get him to ask her <laughs> so oh it's so ridiculous so in the oracle office Liz sees a picture of the big Mesa team and one of them is the Todd lookalike <gasps> who is he <gasps> he's a mystery man and she's like oh, I wonder if his personality is like Todd too she can't wait to meet him oh she finds out his name oh, Michael yes. Sellers Michael Sellers yeah uh, now I'm thinking of Henry Sellers Henry Sellers <laughs> I am the BBC <laughs> Well, he's equally charming. Yeah, yeah. So, um, back in the Wakefield mansion, uh, or split level ranch house, Stephen has come home early for the weekend and Ned tries to urge him to accept Trish's death and try yeah. moving on. And then here's another bit of this retcon nonsense that they sometimes throw in where mm-hmm. you're like, how has nobody mentioned this before? Yeah. So, it turns out that Ned had some previously unknown friend who died in a car crash and it was yeah. really hard for Ned to get all over it. in college and all that. Yeah, and he was such a good friend that he named Stephen after him. Mm. How has Stephen never heard the story before? Yeah. Who were you named and after? It never came up right. in the Wakefields of Sweet Valley either when Ned and Alice were getting together. Like, yeah, where was his dead college. car crash friend? Where's dead friend there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need receipts. <laughs> you will not find them in Sweet Valley. You are barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Like that. Um, anyway, it doesn't, doesn't make any difference because Stephen's like, can't move on. Don't care about your dead friend. <laughs> <laughs> Words to that effect anyway. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So Ned basically gives up and he goes off to pick up Alice from somewhere and Jess tells Stephen, look, you should date Kara. Um and uh he says when when Stephen says that he's going out with Betsy, Jess says that it's it's really it's it's harsh, but he's like, it's true. He says you don't want to feel better. And that really hits home to yeah. Stephen. Yeah, he knows it's true. It's too close to the truth. Yeah, there's um, there's also a great bit where Jess and Liz are talking before this, where they're just talking about Stephen and trying to figure out what to do, and like Jessica's like, "I'm going to badger him," but Elizabeth is like, "He knows we're here for him, so I'm just not going to give him any advice unless he asks for it." Uh, like, uh, what? Really? really? I don't see that <laughs> happening at all. Oh my god. Yeah, this is uh, out of character. Yeah, Liz. That, that Keep would, telling that, yourself that. Would that. Never happen. <laughs> 
but um, doesn't really. But when yeah, when, Je- <laughs> when Jessica says all that too, and he kind of storms out, he opens the door, and Liz is standing there, and before she can even say something, he just shouts, "And I don't want to hear anything from you either." <laughs> I love it when people tell Liz to shut up. More it people never happens. should say that. <laughs> I totally agree. Oh, it's so satisfying. Um, so Liz tells. Uh, gives Jess some home truths that she sees it she says the carrot is a snob and a gossip as we keep being told and Jess says actually no she changed she's actually really boring now yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny but also like Elizabeth's a fucking snob and she's like oh yeah. carrot is a snob and a gossip but like oh really sort of laughing out loud yeah. at random people like, who come to the door like you were in the last one. she's a judgmental bitch and so, she like, always has been yeah so it's a volleyball game. Jess is wearing stylish shorts. I don't, are these shorts going to be this? The I volleyball outfits going to be mentioned later yeah, on? Yeah, because they are thin on the ground. So we're yeah, no, to just pick them while you can. Grasp at straws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Liz is all excited about seeing Michael Sellers, mm. the mystery Todd lookalike. <laughs> yes, because yeah, he's going to be on the opposing team for yeah. Big Mesa. And the team, the Sweet Valley team, is quite a quite a group. Mm. There's John Pfeiffer. Boos. He's a whiz at volleyball, we're told. Mm. Uh, Bruce Patman's there. Yeah. His tennis skills apparently transfer to volleyball. I'm not really <laughs> yeah. sure how. It's a very different game. But anyway. There we go. And Lila Fowler's oh, yeah. house has its own volleyball court. Oh, amazing. Oh, what the fuck? And while she didn't like to get messy, Lila had a spring in her step that enabled her to jump high and spike the ball. Oh, I love it. Good for you, Lila. With your bouncing around. Bouncing around the place with your shiny hair. <laughs> <laughs> And Ken is the captain. Yes. So Ken gives a big speech to the others, which Liz is, to the team. But Liz is distracted because she's obsessed with looking out for Michael Sellers. Yeah, she's just not listening to a word he's saying and she's just staring at Michael. Yeah. And then Chrome Dome gives a big speech. (sighs) Yeah. The game is on. Woo. But Liz is so distracted by Michael Sellers that she... Basically makes a ball of everything. Oh, she sucks. Yeah, she's terrible. Um, and it gets to the point where uh, Elizabeth lost the serve for Sweet Valley, and now a few jeers could be heard from the crowd. They are harsh. They're booing her. But they have done that before. But didn't I you? love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's shit to boo your own team like that, but also Elizabeth could use a bit of fucking booing every now and again. Is all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like first Steve told her to shut up and now she's being booed it's like I this know. is great I could, yeah I could get used to this <laughs> yeah but it isn't the first time they booed the whole team they are such terrible supporters oh yeah Valley. like when Todd was yeah. being terrible at basketball and they started booing them it was like yeah. oh that's come on that's your, your own team, team. <laughs> yeah fuck's sake show some yeah. I mean they are not I'm team not, players <laughs> no I am not one for the whole pep rally bullshit yeah. rah rah but like if you're at a match and it's yeah. your team like cheer them on don't of course. boo them when yeah. they make a mistake mm. very good on sports it's, yeah it's lazy but then um, at the at the halftime uh, Jess suggests some fake out move that her mm. Liz have perfected somehow and yes. it works it does so yeah Elizabeth ends up scoring the winning point because yeah. God forbid somebody else should have a moment oh, of glory oh god no you that's know? not going to happen <laughs> it's just two Wakefields on the team forget about no, it no they are winning <laughs> this match yeah. like, you haven't had a chance it is the Wakefield show it, everybody else can just deal with it <laughs> It always is. <laughs> but as they... So so the game is won. And as they leave to get changed, because they have to go home and get changed their party clothes, mm. Michael appears and he's all suave. Yeah. Because Liz, yeah. Liz says to Jess, we don't want to be late for the dance. You certainly don't, a deep voice behind her said. I'm leaving soon myself. What time can I expect you? Elizabeth whirled round and looked right into the coffee brown eyes. That's Todd's thing. Of Michael Sellers. Give those eyes back. They are not yours. Uh. Only one person's allowed to have coffee-coloured eyes. Like, the twins are the only people who are allowed to have aqua eyes. eyes. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Oh, man. 
This so, is a one in one out policy. You know, the dad's gone. <laughs> Michael's allowed into Sweet Valley. <laughs> I just really want you to don't want to go over quota on the coffee colour, Oh, no. Well, they've, they've already got two aquas, so True, nobody yeah. else will be allowed in that. No. And then when they say that they'll see him at the caravan, he, he frowns for a moment, but then gives Jessica a tight grin Ooh. and says, unlucky in sports, lucky in love, or something like that. Actually, I'm usually pretty good at both. Ooh, I think I hate him. I think I do too. <laughs> it's like, imagine getting annoyed because people say they've got to change. I know, yeah. And their sports kit. It's like, sorry, I'm not going to go to the dance in my sweaty shorts that I've been running around playing volleyball in for the last hour. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, he's uh, he's off to the caravan. Don't yes. know if he's getting changed. Uh, back in the Casadale Wakefield, Stephen's hitherto unknown friend, Artie Western. Yeah. What's her name? It, it sounds like someone describing a film, doesn't it? <laughs> It's an arty western. <laughs> oh, it's a cold. It's a cold brothers made it. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! Well, he's um. So he's a a senior at Sweet Valley High, and he's a friend of Stephen's. Who? Where the fuck did he? Come Where from? are these people from? And he's urging him to go to the dance because it's normal for students to go to school. That's, yeah, I guess that's normal. But it's for a team of sixteen-year-olds. They're not even in like Jesus. in their. In, I was going to say sixth year. Their senior year. Yeah, and Stephen agrees to go. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kara is uh, as is urging him to is urging Kara to uh, to talk to um, to Stephen when they get to the dance. Yeah, Jessica's kind of pestering her a little bit. I think. Yeah. Yes. And she she's not really, you know, enthusiastic, but she decides to talk to him because now she knows what it's like to miss somebody. Oh, man. Poor well, Cara. I do Cara, feel sorry for Cara her. Cara is so hard done by in this book. Yeah. She's long suffering is what she yeah. is. And um, she's she she's on her way to approach him like her because her, her heart's in the right place. Because yeah. obviously her dad and her brother moving is not the same as his girlfriend dying. But, you know, no. she means well. Yeah. And while she approaches him. Betsy arrives at the venue as the droids play their new hit, Crazy Love. So uh, I'm sorry that we don't get to hear any of this number. Um, yeah, I want some lyrics. No, <laughs> what's Dana up to? <laughs> well, we do have a very droid-centric book coming up in a few books, which I am very oh, excited about. Yeah. Um, so Stephen is kind of rude and he just ignores Cara for Betsy and Cara's just standing there like a lemon and Artie saves her blushes by asking her to dance but then he asks her out in kind of a the, kind of sleazy way I think it's oh, like yeah. you just you sort of asked her out of charity you know out of niceness and then you're like oh you're a good dancer I wanted to get to know you for a long time oh god maybe we could go out tomorrow night and get to know each other better mm. and she says this is terrible she tries to think of an excuse she doesn't. She says Archie was a nice boy and good looking. Cara didn't think she should get involved with him. Quickly, she racked her brain to think of an excuse, but none came to mind. Oh. So she forced herself to smile and said, "Sure." Like, yeah, because she can't just say no. <laughs> I know the Sweet Valley girls need consent classes, they do. and the boys well, the boys need consent, need consent classes, consent classes for yeah, sure. <laughs> but the Sweet Valley girls need to need to have encouraged how to yes. set their own boundaries yeah, yeah. to say no to people. Yeah, because they're so um, yeah. They're, they're oh. just surrounded by horrible predatory men. Yeah, but it is that thing where like if you're out, a fella won't leave you alone until you just say, I have okay. a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, nothing else will get rid of a and person. And he knows that she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I know. So the boys, I mean, obviously the problem is with the boys. Yeah. But I think it's sad that all the girls feel they, that have, they, feel to like they have to yes. say yes. Yeah, whenever true. anybody asks them because they can't think of an excuse. It's fine mm. if you just don't want to go. So Liz is dancing with old Magic Mike. <laughs> and he is no Channing Tatum. He sure isn't. He's, he's really rude. 
Yeah, he's kind of, yeah, because he goes over, because Winston's in charge of the food. And Michael's like, well, is this all that there is? Mm. Kind of gives out of it. It's a lavish, lavish, we're told, <laughs> cold like, buffet. These guys go all in on the food for parties. Like, yeah. so I imagine there's there's all kinds of shit there. If it says lavish, <laughs> yeah. they mean fucking lavish. Yeah, they're not messing. Yeah. So uh, he's really rude about it that he talks about himself for ages. Yeah. And Lizard wants to like him, but it's very difficult. She's kind of trying to force herself to like him, but she's like, yeah, she keeps giving him a pass on things. But I think the breaking point is when he puts his paper plate under his chair. Instead of in the bin. <laughs> and then she comes to her senses. And she yeah. just dances off with Winston. That's true. Yeah. Oh. She just, she's like, all right, bye. There's <laughs> also a good bit where she sort of, she thinks he looks less and less like Todd. Like the nastier he is. Oh, yeah. Like the spell yeah, yeah. has been broken. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she chats with Edith, who says it shows she can't rush replacing Todd. And Fred is. You were kind of encouraging her to go out with somebody else in the last book. Mm, oh, yeah. Well, but then she, well, she was... was to, to see someone else, but not to literally replace Todd with guy. Yeah, that's like true. Him, and I know. think she also did point out that the stuff with Nicholas was going a bit fast. Yes. Yeah, no, Edith's, Edith's kind of sensible. Yeah, that's true. She has. Yeah. Um, and Michael is... Uh, is, is has turned his attention to Jess. He's just moved on to Jessica, yeah. And then she runs off to to Winston and <laughs> with Winston, and there's a kind of amazing bit where it's Michael Sellers was astonished. He simply couldn't figure it out. What was wrong with those Wakefield twins? And what did Winston have that he didn't? <laughs> Good on you, Winston. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, these hot twins just keep running off at Winston on yeah. them. <laughs> That is a, I know that is a highlight. Yeah. So that's it for old Michael. Yeah, that's kind of it with him, really. Yeah. Yeah, he disappears then. Yeah. I don't see him again. Um, so the next day, Jess prepares to go to Winston's house where she's hoping to meet the serious relative. Yes. Um, Ooh, yeah. And Jessica is kind of sensible for once. So she talks to Liz and says, well, you couldn't move on so quickly with this Todd, yeah. this fake Todd who was obviously yeah. an arsehole. Yeah. And st- even Liz has finally come to admit that uh, Stephen needs to stop living in the past. Mm. So this is the first time she sort of acknowledged that actually Stephen possibly should see is an someone issue else. Here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so while Jess goes off to meet Minston Liz is playing tennis with John Pfeiffer no no don't do that don't play tennis with John (laughs) Um, so Stephen is feeling guilty about Cara but then thinking about Trisha makes him cry all over his car he's cleaning his car You're going to have to wash it again now, Stephen. <laughs> Maybe he's washing it with his tears. <laughs> so Liz is worried about him, as well she might be. Yeah. Um, so over in the, in the Egbert home, Winston's mum, Sharon, is sophisticated. Ooh. And unlike her son. Yeah, instead of appearing gangly, she has a look of sophistication. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's scruffily dressed. Yeah. And it turns out she's cleaning the house for Cousin Marty. Uh-huh. Who's on, who's on his way, he's got yeah. to stay. Um, and she tries to find out some more info about Marty and what his business is. Yeah, and Jess is like, what kind of business is he in? <laughs> and Sharon's like, oh, he's a very important position. And then Winston comes in and like they keep getting interrupted whenever yes. Jessica's trying to ask something about him. Get so, some details. So we're all very vague on Marty and what he's up to. Yes, it is mysterious, yes. uh, glamorous business. So Jessica's really just assuming now that he's he's a Hollywood movie director. Yes. It's a lot of assumptions are being There's made. no need for anything to be confirmed. No, or even fine. mention it to Winston. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. No, no that, need to do that. that. Well, there would be no subplot, but yes, <laughs> there is no need yeah. at all. So Stephen is on the phone to Artie, who's been banging on for half an hour about asking Kara out. Oh my God, Artie. Jesus Christ. Stop. I don't know teenagers can stay long on the phone. <laughs> and Stephen is like, oh, there's the doorbells, my yeah. pizza, bye. He just hangs up. Fuck this. <laughs> 
And Jess tells him, you know, Cara, because they're all having their pizza together, yeah. Cara doesn't really want to go out with Artie. And then Liz starts being a bitch about him. Oh my God. She's so rude. She's so rude. Like, yeah, because, um, and in fairness, Jessica kind of gives out to Elizabeth. Because, yeah, Elizabeth's like, oh, I just don't think they're right for each other. And Jessica's like, everyone thinks you're so kind and generous, but you refuse to give Cara the benefit of the doubt. Very true. So true. And then Liz is like, I'm sorry, Cara has pulled too many nasty stunts and what told ones? too many secrets for what? me to think she'd be a match for Steve. What has she done? That is absolute bullshit. Which are the, what are these stunts? Cara has never done anything to Liz. Yeah. Jessica's a genuine villain. Like, yeah. Cara... <laughs> Is a bit gossipy, and that's about it. Like she's not even the worst gossip. She's not like not by a long shot. Like Lila is way meaner, so much meaner. Oh my god, Kara's always been just a sort of a Kara's just henchwoman. She's just good crack, like yeah. Kind of, yeah, a little bit of a henchwoman sometimes. Yeah. but she's never done anything truly terrible. No, like sort of evil. No, oh, she's been bitchless. Not like Jessica. No, not even in the same league. Yeah, and uh, so Liz defends Kara, and then Stephen. Um, blows up and gives out to Jess for interfering and to Liz yeah for judging Cara yeah good so fair <laughs> enough as my notes say yeah and then oh, Jess Jessica, Jessica's coming in hard with the truth bombs like yeah. she's just had it she, sa- she says that Stephen is terrified of what Betsy will say yeah, yeah if he starts seeing someone new and it, obviously it's all just way too close to the truth for him because he's just like I'll do whatever I want and it's like obviously you won't yeah and then Jessica lands a killer blow, so Ooh. to speak. And it is, it's bad. Ooh, it is pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty. So, do you want to quote her? Uh, Jessica shrugged. But remember, Kara's got one advantage over Trisha. She's alive. <gasps> oh, oh, that's a step too far. Just, 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 just. Yeah. So, yeah, Stephen runs out of the room. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. Yeah, well. And Liz is just like, Fucking hell. Jesus, dude. <laughs> yeah, even for you, that's a bit much. But actually, Stephen knows in his heart that she's right. Well, she is. Like, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. And he knows that fear of Betsy's ju- judgment is stopping him from moving on. Yeah. So he calls Cara to apologise. About and fucking time. Like, yeah. He called her. He, like, he was. He bailed on her at Lila's party. Oh, that's true. And then he was horrible to her at that dance. And, like, those. There was yeah, no. He's been really rude to her. He's just been super rude and frosty yeah. and mean for like. And he doesn't even think she's going to answer the phone. So it's just like, oh, leave a message. Yeah, oh, exactly. It was my... just like a get out of jail free card. Yeah. Oh, he's the but worst. But she answers the phone. Yeah. And he asks her out. And it's actually kind of realistic because she's, she's got her head screwed on, right? Like she doesn't. She's very sensible. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't want them to. Um, uh, to rush things. And she doesn't want to pressure them. But they agree to go on a picnic. Hmm. And yeah. they do. They do. They do. But it's like, Kara's like, oh no, he invites her to go for a picnic. Yeah. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll put some food together. And he's just like, yeah, okay, bye. It's like, you invited her on this picnic. You saw yes. her fucking food. Why does she have to do this? Picnic basket. Oh, good Lord. So, um, <laughs> I have many thoughts about this picnic for later on, oh, by the way. Oh. <laughs> well, they're going to go in a minute. They go to the zoo. Yeah. And they have fun. Yeah. Oh, but then Stephen becomes all sort of Mr. Smooth. And he's like, Kissing her hands. Oh God! It's just, I bake the cake, Cara declared, with my own two hands. And lovely hands they are too. <laughs> Without thinking, Stephen took one and put it to his lips. Stop. And then he's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." Oh Jesus! Okay, Cara hands is better than I would. But this much. fucking picnic thing, right? Go on. <laughs> so, like, Cara said she'd sort out the food. So she turns up with like a little wicker basket with checked napkins uh, yes. fried chicken pasta salad and a chocolate cake which she made and Stephen's like oh I'm impressed I didn't know you were such a good cook and she's like oh you know I bought the chicken and the salad you know to be honest and he's like hey that's cheating 
What did you bring? Literally Steven. all he brought is a manky old fucking blanket for them to sit on. Oh. And the picnic was his idea and she's done all the work. Like he could Just even get off made. his hole and buy some cheese. Like for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much. Oh, all the benefits we buy. This picnic is a sham. I know. Cara <laughs> <laughs> deserves so much better. She made him a cake. <laughs> justice for Cara. Yeah. Oh, she does not get justice. She sure does Because the prize is ending up with him. Ugh. Dear, dear. God. So the twins are outside having lunch. They can work on their tans. Yeah. And uh, Jessica is, reveals that Cara wouldn't say anything about her date with Stephen, but Stephen said he had a good he had a good time. And Liz admits that maybe Jessica was right about Cara. And Jessica literally gloats. <laughs> literally gloats. Just oh, yeah. says she gloated. <laughs> so um, yeah, then she goes off to uh, to Winston because she's heading to his house to yeah. um, and Elis- make her move. Elizabeth's kind of um, puzzled by this whole thing with Winston because she's like, in the past, she pretty much ignored him. Could she actually be attracted to him, Elizabeth wondered? Like, oh. Of course not. Of no. course she's up to something. Or just ask How her. How can you not see this? Oh. She's clearly planning something. Like. Elizabeth can be very dim. Of course she has a motive. Jesus. Always. Um, so Cara wants to talk to Liz, of course. Oh and Liz God. apologises for not thinking she was good enough for Stephen. Liz is the worst, okay? Because... Yeah. <laughs> Because she actually literally goes up to Cara and tells her, I told Steve I didn't think you were right for each other. That was wrong of me. So it's like, I didn't think you were good enough for my brother. I'm just telling her. Like, so I'm I'm just, I tell just you think that. you should know. You should know that I didn't think you were good enough for him. But now I do. But now I do. So you're welcome. Like, and who so, does that? Well, <laughs> not only who does that, but who listens to us and is like, oh, thank you, Liz. She's happy. She's like, she thanks her. And then Liz is like, I hope we can be friends. And Cara's like, I'd like that. Cara should tell her to absolutely get fucked. Yeah. Because oh, you don't think I'm good enough? Well, oh, fuck you. Oh, my God. Oh, she's Bitch. awful. It's so Finally, Cara is good enough for Ugh. Saint Liz. Jesus. I hate them all. Fucking Wakefields, man. <laughs> well, speaking of Wakefields, Jess is at, go off to Winston's house and she's just disguises her annoyance with Winston. <laughs> By thinking about having sable coats. Oh yes, she's a film star. <laughs> think, think fame, sable coats, Academy Awards, <laughs> <laughs> all the necessities. Amazing. So she starts going on and on about wanting to be Marty, and Winston is understandably completely like, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> why do you care about this? Yeah. She's like, oh, my mom wanted to say hello to Marty, <laughs> and Winston's like, okay. Uh, and Winston's mom is having a cocktail party, and she needs to get hors d'oeuvres. Um, and Jessica sees her chance. She's like. Like, oh, Winston, you go and help her. Well, I'll stay at home and just prepare our project. Yeah. So, be fine. of course, she can hang with Marty. <laughs> and she meets him while he's trying to find the coffee. And oh, that's true. Yeah, because he was just like taking a nap and then he comes in. So it's like, yeah. oh my God, here he is. Uh, and he's just some nice middle-aged guy. Yeah. And um, she starts asking about his job and he's a bit taken aback, but she says she has career aspirations in that direction. Oh, God. And wants to know about his new project. And he's like, oh, don't often get people who are in. Yeah. Oh, that's... That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's also vague and no one ever actually says what, what the project is. What is your project is, is yeah. which is very unrealistic. Yeah. But he's all like, and he's nice. Like he's not in any way sort of like No, no, he's not being creepy or anything. It's just, it's like, just like, oh, like, cool. Well, yeah, I can explain things to you. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you some career advice, basically. Yeah. So come yeah. on over. You know, I've got, you know, I've, I can. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. And uh, Jess like, <laughs> and off she goes. She doesn't even wait for Winston to do the project. <laughs> of course not. So Kara is preparing for a date with Stephen and it's her birthday. Yeah. Um, and we learned that they've seen each other a few times, but there's been no like romance really. Yeah. Um. So they're going for dinner, and Cara chose an out of the way spot, mm. the Valley Inn. Yes. Um, 
Oh, and by the way, when Stephen arrives, he says, oh, we should hurry because it looks like rain. And we know that Cara can't handle rain. Oh, yes. <laughs> she will die if it rains. You can't go to school. <laughs> so, um, so when she says where they're going, he's a bit like, oh, he tries. He hides it from her because it's where he used to go. With Trisha. <gasps> yeah, I think it's like the, the last place they went while she could still go out and about. So it's yes. all extremely tragic. And they used to dance to the old song, Always. Now, I wonder, is this a reference to the amazing Noel Coward play and film, Blythe Spirit? Um, because you know the old song, I'll be loving you oh, always. Yeah. And that's about a, it's very funny, dark comedy, but it's about a man played by Rex Harrison in the film yeah. who his wife has died and he marries again. And then yeah. he has a seance in the house at a dinner party. Yeah. And when they play always, which is his wife's, is a oh, first okay. wife's favorite record, it like conjures her up and oh, she brilliant. turns up and tries to break up him and his, yeah. his new, uh, she comes back as a ghost. I, yeah, I actually, that's funny. I went to see that um, yeah. in oh, London. The play. With Angela Lansbury. <gasps> no, played the, I was so jealous. Yeah, she was the medium and it yes. was fucking amazing. Oh. But I completely forgot that was the song. That is the song. That's probably what that is. It though. must be a reference to it, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a bit of a coincidence. It's such a, weird, a random old song. It is, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't know what they were talking about. The song always. I was like, okay, I don't know what song that is. Yeah, but, but I'm pretty that sure it must that be that, that one. That, that must yeah. be it. Yeah. Well, it would be a lot more entertaining if Trisha sort of manifested and started trying <laughs> to fuck things up for once. You'll yeah. see who's a personal doll. <laughs> Get Angela Lansbury in the mix and I'm oh in. Oh my God. Well, she just live in California. So, uh, they could have managed that. <laughs> and that's uh, work. But, but Steve... something happen. <laughs> so Stephen controls his emotions. There's no Angela Lansbury, sadly, oh. to liven things up. Yeah. And they order a very weird meal. So this is what their dish is. Imagine this being your dinner. <laughs> Prime rib, tossed green salad and a baked potato. Huh. Just sitting there. I don't know. Just seems like a very dry meal, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, salads. It's tossed salad. Like, but, it's got some dressing. Yeah, but it's. I don't know. It just seems very. It sounds like it's a fancy restaurant. Like they got a baked potato just <laughs> sitting there. Like they put some beans into it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, he managed to hold it together. Yeah, they, like, they do actually have a nice time. He kind of gets over the whole Trisha thing because Kara's chatty and sound and yeah. they're talking away. And it's and actually it's okay. Fine. Yeah. But then what comes on? Uh-oh. Yeah, he's like, let's go dancing. <laughs> and always comes on. <laughs> uh, and he literally runs away. He, yeah. He's, he's literally. Like, he literally runs away, yeah. leaves Kara there on her birthday with no lift home. Yeah. Like this At least he guy. threw some money on the table so she didn't have to cover the whole bill. Oh my God. But she's literally sitting there waiting he for a taxi. He ran out on her on her birthday. Yeah, it's really sad. And he abandoned her at some fucking restaurant outside the town. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. And she gets home and she's just so weary. It's actually really realistic. She's not even angry. She's just like, oh fuck. Okay. This, this is how, fucking this is, guy. Yeah, this yeah. is how it is. She deserves so much better. And oh then Stephen rings and she's just like, look, I can't compete with a ghost. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's very perceptive, like, in fairness to her. And yeah. she's been really sensitive to Stephen as well. And he just keeps treating her like shit. Yeah. And I hate him. I know, he's awful. And so, <laughs> she, you know, we could be sympathetic towards him, but he behaves so badly That's to other thing. people yeah. all the time. Yeah. And his what he wants from girls is creepy. Yeah. Uh, weak, vulnerable person. <laughs> so, he knows that she's right, that he can't. he's not ready to yeah. go out with anyone. So, it's quite sensible, but it's a bit sad. Yeah. Um... So, uh, Jess rings Winston's house before going over to meet Marty. Oh, yes, yeah. Because she's trying to make sure that she can see him on his own. And <laughs> Winston's, this is how Winston answers the phone. 
Egbert Summerhome, Summerhome, Summernot. <laughs> Winston. <laughs> He's a bit OTG there. <laughs> so he says, like, oh, well, I'm actually going out. And she's like, oh, I'll come over and wait for you. And he's like, okay. Stop hanging around my house on your it's own. It's very weird. weird. <laughs> so Alice is worried about Stephen because he was up late last night staring into the fire. Jesus. In California in the summer. What are they at? And then he's off with Betsy. Yeah. And for once, Alice acts like a proper parent. She's actually worried about her child. <laughs> but, but seldom is wonderful. Um, and Jess is like, oh, well, the thinking, the news that I'm in a movie will cheer Stephen up. Oh, yeah, that's how, that's that's, that's definitely going to do That's going to solve trick. all his bereavement problems. <laughs> get my movie career. <laughs> <laughs> so Marty is waiting for her with a big bound document. And uh, it is quite, it's it's vaguely amusing by Sweet Valley standards. He's all like, um, you're not going to read the whole thing, are you? And she's like, he, and she's so oh, you don't think I should? And she wants to know the story. Yes. And he thinks this is a hilarious joke. Yeah. And is like, oh, let's see how I can put this. It's the story of a man who wants to find the best routes to move garbage out in Los Angeles. <laughs> And Jess says, garbage isn't a topic with much appeal, is it? <laughs> Probably not. But we're, luck- we're, oh, we're lucky we like it, aren't we? He responded, giving her a little wink. She's really, quite cute. It is. Like, she's really clinging on to the thought that maybe it's just a movie about garbage. And he's like, he's so delighted to have found, you know, he's telling her, like, you should do yeah. a, BA in engineering. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. You'll need a degree in masters, maths, all this kind yeah. of stuff. And she's just like, oh, shit. Oh, it is quite funny. And then Winston turns up and says, oh, it's a shame that Marty's brother, Phil, wasn't here because he does lots of, he's a movie director who oh, does lots God. of films for teenagers yeah because Phil was supposed to be coming but then at the last minute he couldn't make it because he had to go on a shoot in London or something yeah, yeah. yeah. though um, I do think how does Jessica not know that he is a Winston's oh, look, director I know this is the kind of thing she would have sniffed out ages ago yes <laughs> but also Winston uh, is like so do you want to stay for lunch my mother is making tuna surprise <gasps> I bet the surprise is more clams <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> it's full of clams. Jess is like, nope, nope, gotta go. Oh, good, sweet <laughs> Jesus, what a prospect. Oh, oh God. This is a bit sick. <laughs> I'm actually meant to be making crab pasta for dinner tonight. Oh, don't do it. Oh, yeah, I've lost my appetite now. Um, so, Je- Stephen confides in Liz and says he's worried he'll never really be ready to start over. So, because of this worry, he's going to Trisha's house, to, or the Martin's house, to look at Trisha's childhood photos. Oh, God. And uh, he drops Liz off at the Dairy Burger to meet Jess, and who serves them with John Doherty. <gasps> yeah, they're back. This is definitely the same ghostwriter. Oh, writer. it is. I bet each ghostwriter has their own little kind of list of things they the try caravan. and get into it. Yeah. Let's look out for the next one that has a caravan in it. I yeah. bet the Doherty's will be in. Yeah, yeah. They'll be there. Um, so she tells Liz, and this is genuinely funny, she's, she says she needs to tell her the terrible tale of how I was tricked and betrayed <laughs> by the Egbert family. Which <laughs> is genuinely funny. Yeah. Um, and now everyone thinks that she likes Winston and she wants to tell um, people that she was just putting in a good word for Liz with Winston. And Liz... This is very unrealistic. Liz is like, yeah, whatever. Say, tell people that it'll just be another rumor. Like we know what happens with rumors in Sweet Valley. There's literally a whole book called Rumors. rumors. <laughs> and then Liz, Jess, her mercurial moods, like, oh well, Phil Davis will turn up eventually. <laughs> okay, you'll have to visit at some stage. So I'll just better stay just friendly buy, with Winston. Bide her time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And somehow that gives Liz a brainwave on how to make Stephen and Cara move on. Yes. 
So she heads to the Martins' house. She ventures over to that bad side of town. Oh, we get another description of mm. how terrible it is. Trash littered the sidewalk. Again. And pieces of broken glass sparkled in the sun. Clean up that glass. This did not seem at all like the sweet valley Elizabeth knew and loved. Well, maybe your parents should pay their taxes. And <laughs> <laughs> fix this. It's terrible. Oh, what, God. So much for the sweet valley civic centre. Mm. Anyway, um, so she talks to Betsy and reminds her of how, you know, they bonded and... Uh, Betsy's like I know you think that me and Stephen are talking about Trisha too much yeah uh, but Liz reminds Betsy of Trisha Trisha exacted two promises one was that Stephen had to, had to look after Betsy which yeah. Stephen did even though that sort of ended up you know not necessarily helping yeah, after yeah. a while it was a bit of a mess yeah and the other one was that Liz shouldn't tell Stephen about her leukemia Betsy didn't know about yeah about this is the first she's hearing of this that yes that Beth or that Trisha. Liz promised, yeah, Trisha made Liz promise, don't yeah. tell Stephen, because she wanted Stephen to move on. Yeah, so that he'd be over her at this stage instead yeah. of still being hung up on her or whatever. So, so, as my notes say, why do these freaks always think an inexplicable breakup followed by a bereavement <laughs> just, would make the bereavement just cut easier? Off all contact. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Whereas, really, Stephen would have been like, but why? I didn't even get to say goodbye because he's yeah. going to find out she died. I know. Yeah. Anyway, it shows that Stephen, that Trisha wanted Stephen to move, to move on, on, and on and be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and Betsy kind of realised that and also kind of figures that or you know I think Elizabeth kind of explains to her as well how it's slightly easier for Betsy to move on mm. and that she can be with Jason and it's grand but Stephen yeah. can't be with someone because he was yeah. with his boyfriend and it's just a bit more complicated for him yeah so it's yeah. not it's 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 e- it's easier to it's not complicated to to be happy with a boyfriend yeah because you're, you know you're exactly. no, no one's going to expect you to have another sister of course yeah um which is you know it is why it's incredibly sad for yeah. Betsy, but she can deal with it in a healthier way as regards yeah. the rest of her life. Yeah. Whereas for Stephen, um, it's like he just basically he can't, can't ever go out, go out with someone with again. ever again. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not fair. Because, yeah, because Trisha can, or, or Betsy can mourn Trisha mm. in a healthy way. Yeah. Whereas after a certain point, Stephen can't really. Yeah. Um, so it's actually quite a poignant scene. It is. And Betsy kind of figures out that she's she's got a plan. She's going to fix oh, it. Yeah. Oh, and also Betsy says, which is really sad. She says she was she wants to be a good sister to Trisha now because she was shit when Trisha was alive, oh, and that actually that is very is sad. sad. Yeah. Um, and Liz comforts her and says she can still carry out Trisha's wishes. Yeah. And yeah, as you say, she has a plan. She's got a plan. And here's the plan. Mm. Stephen <laughs> is pacing. And where is he pacing? Yeah, he's outside Sweet Valley High. Yes. Of course he is. Where else would he hang out? Of course. <laughs> he doesn't think that's weird at all. Nope. So we came to home to find that there's a message. Uh, there was a message left for him to meet his friend uh, at seven o'clock. Yeah. Um, and no one's there except Teddy Collins, who's just cycling around. Of course. He, that's what he does. Yeah, apparently. He yeah, just cycles uh, around on his own. Sure. Unsurprisingly, he has no friends. Why not? Like there's kidnappers about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kara Walker turns up as well. And she also got like a weird message saying to meet someone there. And they're like, OK, what's going on? Who did this? Yeah. And uh, Teddy then cycles up to them. And what is it? Oh, he's got two little presents for them. Yeah. And they're saying like, oh, did someone give you... Um, did someone, you know, you're not supposed to talk to strangers. strangers yeah. Um, and they say, you're not supposed to talk to people you don't know, says Kara. No, says Teddy scornfully. I knew him. He's got OTG. <laughs> I knew him. <laughs> I know him, see? <laughs> also, Teddy's obviously just like the Sweet Valley rent-a-kid for a stupid scheme. Oh my <laughs> God, the second The second one. time he's been like dragged into this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. oh, anyway, so, so yeah. yeah, so it's, who is it? The mysterious stranger, who the mysterious... Um, present giver and of course inside the parcels 
the one for Stephen has a picture of uh, Cara mm. and the one for Cara has a portrait of Stephen oh. and obviously they're drawings by Betsy. Yeah. She's, there's a note that confirms she's giving them her blessing. Yeah. So and that's can, actually really they nice. They can move on and it's all yeah. fine and Trish is definitely never going to come up as an obstacle again in their relationship. Nope. So that's all fine. And he feels that Trisha is smiling down on them. Oh God. Well, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's going to manifest with some music later oh, on. Oh God. Sure could. So uh, that story's over yeah. and we move straight to this deafening sound of the Sweet Valley Cafeteria where Winston is being extremely annoying by standing books on end next to each other and letting them fall like dominoes. <laughs> And then Bruce is arguing with his tennis teammate, Charlie Marcus. Who's he? Oh, I think he came up before. Did he? Or maybe he turns up later. Oh, okay. okay. Lila and Sandy Bacon Ugh. are teasing Jessica about Betsy being the one to get Karen and Stephen together. Mm. But Emily is sad. Yeah. And why? Because of Karen. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah, Emily's having a hard time and she thinks her dad wants to send her away to boarding school. Yeah. And she's like, what am I going to do? I don't want to leave Sweet Valley. Who does? Mm, so. Yeah. So it, um, she she says uh, her voice breaks um, because her dad says it's time for bo- her to go to boarding school. And of course, Karen agreed. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Classic Karen. <laughs> um, so uh, and her voice breaks says, oh, Elizabeth, what am I going to do? I love Sweet Valley. I don't ever want to leave. Will Emily be forced to go to boarding school? Find out in Sweet Valley High 25. Nowhere to run. <gasps> Coming next month. Oh my God. And that is it. That was it. That is memories. Yeah. So uh, do we have any stats and outfits? Okay, so we have got blue green eyes, got three mentions. Ooh, lower than average. Yeah, and blonde only got five. <gasps> I know. Ooh, very low. It's like, what the Chucked. hell, you guys? Um, the only real outfits then, I mean, the twins when they were playing volleyball, mm. uh, Elizabeth had her hair pulled back in a French braid. Uh, she's wearing navy shorts and blue and white checked shirt, giving mm. her a perky look. Very perky. And then Jessica was in bright red shorts and a red and white striped shirt. You'd think they'd all oh. be in a uniform. Yeah. But they're all wearing different I think I'd wear Jessica's outfit. Yeah, like they actually sound quite nice, yeah. really. Jessica wears an oversized shirt at one point, uh, which actually belongs to Elizabeth. Oh. And at the dance thing, Jessica wears her sweater dress. It's a sky blue sweater <gasps> dress from Foxy Mama. Oh, but that's to be honest, one. Yeah, but I kind of refuse to believe that Foxy Mama sell sweater dresses. Like they sell <laughs> metallic bikinis and dresses with like all holes down the side <laughs> and like sparkly like her stuff. You're right, know, yeah. You know, a sweater dress does not seem to fit the bill for me. No, I think but you're anyway, right. So it sounds yeah. like a lie, but there you go. Uh, I, well, I think, I, I think Jessica probably just like it's an old dress for the back of her closet. She's Maybe. Just pretending she's pretending. She's pretending. Foxy Mama's yeah. to impress That seems people. more believable. Yeah, then the Foxy Mama would sell such a thing. Yeah, I don't buy it. Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually surprised we haven't had too many outfits recently. But, yeah, you know, we're surely due a few good ones. That is true. Mm. And hopefully the next one, uh, which will involve Elizabeth. Oh, it's got to have the droids in it. Oh my God. We'll surely get There's some There's got to have to be some goodness. data yeah. ensembles. Oh, I reckon so. So on, on that optimistic note... We will bid you all farewell. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember, you can contact us on Twitter at any time. And we always love hearing from you at SVH Podcast. Uh, yeah, you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, home of some of Ireland's finest podcasts. Mm. And you can follow the network at HS Pod Network or This Headstuff. And don't forget that you can rate and review us. Yes. And please do. Please do that. We need every little boost we can get. Yeah. <laughs> get us on that uh, Apple Podcasts oh, homepage at some yeah. stage. That's, do it. It's the dream. <laughs> get more people listening to the Sweet Valley yeah. Madness. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we will be back having bid farewell to those mm. memories. <laughs>
<laughs> we will be back in two, two weeks, weeks. Where Emily has <gasps> nowhere to run. run. See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.